Hey, this is the Bud Man, and you're listening to Central Florida Real Estate Radio on News Radio WFLA Orlando. Now to our studio and your host, local real estate expert and my friend, Laura Peterson. Hello, everybody. I'm from Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty, and to discuss the sale of your home, you can call or text 407-566-2555. That's 407-566-2555. So lots of great stuff to go over with you today, and I'm going to start, as always, on the stats and what's going on in the market, and been out there looking with a few different buyers this week, working with some sellers, and so the market is moving. Um, these are the the weeks really where things are a little bit slow and that's from the standpoint of everybody's going back to school you know this week a lot or they're going next week you know one or the other but there's a lot of stuff going on for people at this point in time just getting used to new schedules and all of that and so September is traditionally one of the slowest closing months that we have and the reason for that is because of the kids going back to school and everybody getting used to new schedules and everything. So a couple weeks from now, everything will um, kick back in, to, in a little bit, but the number of houses that sell in September is usually a little bit lower. So if you're looking for um, something that might be more flexible, this might be a good time to do it. Um, this and December, because nobody's really looking 100% during the holidays. So if we have a slow month in Central Florida, it is September and January. So we're just kind of, you know, in that that time right now. But, um, you know, what we're going to be going over the stats and what's happening out there in the marketplace in what's closed. And that number hasn't gone down because we're still in August, obviously. Um, but the number um, that sold last week were 481. It was 479 the week before. So very consistent and everything with that. The median price of a single family home is at 435000 So that went up a little bit, um, but it stayed pretty consistent and everything in that. When you're looking at the single family homes, um, it breaks down that there were 32 of them under 250, 32, 250 to 300, um, 119, 300 to 400. 119 between 400 and 500 and then 146 between 500 and a million and 33 over a million. So we don't have a big um, over a million market as we're always talking about and that kind of thing. Um, there's actually 33 on the, um, I'm sorry, 570 on the market that are over a million, which gives us roughly about a four month supply. Um, 500 to a million, there's 1,649 on the market, which gives us 2.61 months supply. Um, 400 to 500, there were 817, which we have 1.58 months of inventory. Um, 688 between 300 and 400, 1.33 months of inventory. 192 between 250 and 300, 1.38 months of inventory. And then under 250, there are 233 of them, which gives us 1.68 months of inventory. So overall, we're roughly, um, you know, between one and two months, except for on the higher end there. When you're looking at list to ask price, it was at 97.91 overall. 
94.39 under 250, 95.44 over a million. And then every everything else was pretty close. 99.33, 99.43, 98.33. So um, in all those other price ranges, you know, it was pretty close to asking price, which is pretty consistent with what we've been having, you know, all of the weeks coming on. Um, single, uh, that, that was single family homes. When we're looking at condos, townhomes, and villas, there were 178 that sold last week and the week before was 154. So that was up a little bit. The median price was at 288.5, which was an increase of three and a half percent from the week before. But, um, basically, you know, Things are saying pretty consistent when we're looking at that. Um, obviously, in that price point, when you're looking at the condos, townhomes, and villas, a lot more of them are under 250000 66 of the 178 were under 250000 29 between 250 and 300 44 between 300 and 400 22 between four and five, 14 between 500 and a million, and three of them over a million actually sold. And um, there there are only nine others on the market, so that leaves us less than a half a month of uh, about a, uh, you know, a, a, a 0.69 months of an inventory. Um, everything else is about two months when you're looking at it that way. Um, the Percent to ask ratio, um, 97.37 overall, 95.83 under 250,000, um, 97.74 between 250 and 3, um, and then it's at 98, 97, um, 99, you know, 500 to a million actually, and then under over a million, it was at 94.68. So at those higher and lower ends, there's always a little bit more wiggle room there for you. But um, basically, they're going pretty close to asking price. So um, we're actually in that very stable market and everything, which is what I think is really good. We've been very consistent with that, even with the interest rates going up and everything. Everything has stayed really, really consistent. So that's been good for both buyers and sellers to be able to get exactly what you're looking for and be having confidence in the market that it's staying the same. But if you're just joining us, you're listening to News Radio WFLA Orlando. I'm your host, Laura Peterson, your home sold guaranteed realty. This is Central Florida Real Estate Radio with you every Sunday at 8 o'clock. And if you want to reach us, you can call or text 407-566-2555. That's 407-566-2555. So lots of great stuff that we're going to be going over. And one of the things that... Um, that came out this week is that we are actually one of the best cities for hybrid workers. And so I looked at this and I said, okay, what is a hybrid worker? And that is basically hybrid jobs. And when you're looking at that, those are jobs that have flexibility. You know, it's like sometimes you can pick your hours. You can pick sometimes if you're working, sometimes in the office, sometimes you're working out of the office and doing different things, you know, different places. So that's basically what it is, worker flexibility. And um, basically the number one, um, city is Atlanta, Tampa is number three, and Orlando is number 15. So um, Tampa and Orlando are the only Florida cities that that made the list. And Orlando um, scored 56.88 points 
and its top scoring variables were co-working space density and quality of life. So that Orlando has a lot of high and low scores, and the quality of index, uh, quality of life index was number two nation, nationwide. It also had some of the highest urban densities of recreational, healthcare, and educational establishments of the cities they compared. And it also sco- um, scored big for flexible workspace, about 15 co-working spaces per 100,000 residents, which was also relatively affordable. However... It's talking about um, Central Florida earned some of the lowest scores for commute time and housing costs. Specifically, the estimated um, commute time is 26 minutes spent getting to work from um, represented the longer average commute time among the top 20 cities in its ranking and um, housing costs for an average of uh, 31% of the median household income goes towards housing costs. So that's not really a big surprise to me when you're looking at it. Um, That is within what needs to be done for the ratios for people to get that from for getting loans. But um, housing costs are high in Central Florida, whether you're renting or buying. And basically, when it comes down to it, you know, it's my my opinion is that it's always great um, to have that option when you purchase a home because you're going to be locking everything in when it comes to to knowing um, your taxes and, and that kind of stuff. And, you know, if the interest rates go down, you can always refinance. And we're always trying to explain that to you, that that's a good move for you as well, potentially. But in order to get in touch with us, you can call or text 407-566-2555. You can find us online at centralfloridarealestateradio.com and we'll see you after the break. You're listening to Central Florida Real Estate Radio with local expert and my friend Laura Peterson. And now, here's Laura. Welcome back, everybody. I'm from Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty. And to get in touch with us, you can call 407-566-2555. Again, that's 407-566-2555. So, you know, I I was looking at some things this week, and, and it was talking about appliances and how long they last and all of that. And, um, you know, I, I also want, you know, usually equate things that I talk about on the show or things that I've experienced with clients and stuff when I've been out this week and working with them. And one of the things that definitely in looking at homes is that, you know, the discerning buyer is really looking at the appliances and, you know, are they going to have to replace them soon or what's going on with that and all of that kind of good stuff. And, um, Basically, you know, when you're looking at it, should you repair or should you replace and how to decide and all of those kinds of things. And sometimes it's hard because, you know, if you are going to have a repairman come in, usually they have a fee that they're going to charge you if even if they don't fix it, you know, to find out if it's worth it or not. And so, you know, we have several appliance repairmen that are kind of in our database that we call when somebody asks us for us and that kind of stuff to see, you know, what you want to do and all of that kind of stuff. And if you're a landlord, I mean, many times you definitely, you know, would prepare, definitely prepare, 
would want to repair instead of replace a lot of times. But um, one of the things that I find interesting is that the smarter the appliances are, it, it, it appears that there are shorter lifespans for them. And um, so when I was looking at this, it was talking about that a gas range lasts usually 14.2 years. An electric range is an 11.6. A top free freezer refrigerator is 14 years, whereas a side-by-side is 11.1 years. A dryer is 13.4 years. A top load washer is 11.2 years. And a um, front load washer is 9.1 years. And a dishwasher is 12 years. So basically, um, when you're you're looking at it, you're going, okay, so what do I want to do? Now, appliance prices have declined recently after soaring during the pandemic. So they rose more than 22% between 2019 and 2022, while the overall inflation rate was 18%. So they went up higher than everything else. And now um, the prices are down 10.7% than the year before. So in 2023, June. So that's good news. So if you do need to get an appliance, um, you know, they do have different sales and that kind of stuff going on and all of that kind of stuff. But in the past, Consumer Reports advised replacing um, products when the repair exceeds 50% of the cost of buying a replacement, but more recently, the organization refined its repair replace advice based on number of feedback, basically um, that now they're saying that it should actually be um, that if it's at 25% and everything. So it, it comes down to um, really what you want to do when it comes to repair or replace. One of the things that they're saying that is going on with um you know, basically having these, these repair or replace, you know, it's like when you're replacing it, that old thing needs to go somewhere. And basically, so it's got an impact on the environment and everything it's talking about in this article as well. But, um, you know, you would be surprised at how cheaply you can sometimes repair what's going on in appliances. Um, The person who wrote this article said that when a 17-year-old refrigerator went out, he was kind of expecting that he was going to be able to you know, buy the new latest and greatest of what he wanted to, but his repair was only $200. So it made sense. And, you know, with that, they expect the life to go another eight years, you know, on that particular refrigerator. So like I said, the things that are smarter, sometimes they don't last as long, but, um, you know, when you are replacing appliances or you are looking at it, one of the main things that a buyer is looking for when you're going when you're going to be doing that is that they're looking for the appliances to match at least in color. A lot of times they want them you know, to match when it comes to brands and, and um, all of that kind of thing, but definitely when it comes to the color. So I was in one kitchen this week that had a white microwave, it had an ivory stove, and then it had a stainless steel um, 
refrigerator. So, you know, it's not like you could just replace one thing and everything would be back to looking the same. You would have to definitely replace all of them. The dishwasher, I think that was ivory as well. So maybe that was the best color to go with. But basically it comes down to, you know, thinking ahead, you know, if you are going to be selling, you know, what you want, what you want to do in regards to um, making it all work. And um, I was surprised when I went out appliance shopping, you know, in the last couple of months and stuff that I kind of expected that the scratch and dents would be a lot less expensive, which they used to be. And you'd always find that scratch or dent that's going to be on the side that nobody would see anyway. But I was surprised that they were just rec- they were just about the same price as the regular ones. So I ended up getting, you know, a regular one. It was on sale, so I was happy with that. But but basically, you know, when you're looking, you've just got to make sure that you do your homework and get what's best for you and your family. So if you're just joining us, you're listening to News Radio WFLA Orlando. I'm your host Laura Peterson, your home sold guaranteed realty. This is Central Florida Real Estate Radio with you every Sunday at 8 a.m. And remember, if you want to reach us, you can call or text 407-566-2555. That's 407-566-2555. One of the other things that I always get asked is, everybody's wondering, you know, what's going on with the market? Is it going up or is it going down? And, you know, what's happening with the, you know, in regards to the economy and when the government in um, announces that there's an increase in the more in the interest rate, everybody thinks it's going to immediately go to mortgages and it doesn't. And so that's the good news. Um, mortgage rates, they change daily. And so when you go to actually lock it in, you know, that's when you're going to know exactly what you're going to pay for the most part. There's some people that can lock it in a little bit um, earlier, but basically most of them, they want to do it when you actually have a, when you actually have a, uh, property because they don't want to lock you in early and then you could actually have something else, you know, come up later and all of that kind of stuff. So they want to make sure that it's actually when you've identified a property because if it takes you longer than you think, then they've got to start everything all over and that kind of thing anyway. So they want to do that. But um, this thing that I was looking at, it was talking about, do we have a rolling recession a rich session or no recession, you know, really what's going on. And basically what this was saying that, that the economy is experiencing a rolling recession. So that means that some industries shrink while others manage to stay above water. And I think that that's really what's happened, you know, in central Florida when it comes to the housing, because we have so much demand and we were in such a shortage and we're still in a shortage the prices have maintained themselves and been able to hold their own and everything in regards to what's going on. And so, you know, there's no crystal ball or anything out there. And, you know, obviously the, the sky could fall or whatever, but you know, it's like, if we continue on the way that we are, that, that everybody's, you know, just trying to do the best they can to make things work and all of that kind of good stuff. I don't see prices falling significantly in central Florida. You know, um, the 
it was in 2005, so that was 18 years ago or whatever, when the mortgage industry really, 2008, they really did a lot of changes and everything. So most people are in mortgages that they had to qualify very steadily for. And so as a result of that, they don't fall into places where, you know, they're going to lose their property or anything like that. And so a few people do because of life circumstances, but not the majority. And so as a result of that, you know, it's like everything's going pretty smooth here. And, and that's something that, you know, is good for everybody, you know, because it just keeps the market, you know, going and the jobs there and everything else. So in order to get in touch with us, you can call or text 407-566-2555. You can find us online at centralfloridarealestateradio.com and we'll see you after the break. You're listening to Central Florida Real Estate Radio with local expert and my friend Laura Peterson. And now, here's Laura. Welcome back, everybody. Um, I'm from Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty. And to discuss the sale of your home, you can call or text 407-566-2555. That's 407-566-2555. So, you know, I was actually, um, like I said, looking at a lot of houses this week with quite a few people. And when we were looking at it, you know, each buyer is definitely different in regards to what they require on a house. And a year ago or a year and a half ago, you know, when the market was like multiple offers and you could put a house on the market and it would be sold in, you know, days and everything for sure. And, um, you know, basically that is not the market that we're in today. The prices have maintained, but you do have to put a little bit more effort into selling the houses. And so it really is important, you know, obviously who you use to sell your house, but then it's also important, you know, how you present your house. And the thing that is going on now is that there are a few more choices that people have and there, and because the, the prices are what they are, there are certain expectations that people have when it comes to purchasing a home. You know, it's like with the median price being in the 430s. And, um, you know, so basically, it's, it's when you're, you're looking at that, you know, it's not a small amount that somebody is paying for a house. The median price um, was 435,000, you know, for the week. And so um, that's not a small amount, you know, of money for a house. So it's under a half a million. But when people are looking at that, they have certain expectations of what they expect a house to look like when they're paying that kind of money. And um, so when it it comes down to it, um, even if it's something that is in the lower under the 250, um, you know, people have the same expectations. I've got one guy that I'm working with right now that is under 250 and his expectations are pretty high when it comes to the house in regards to how he wants it to look and all of that kind of stuff um, because he's coming from Ocala actually. And so when you're, you know, the price is over there, you're getting a lot more money for your buck over in Ocala than you are here in central Florida. And so, um, you know, he's, he's got to get, he's got similar expectations. He knows he's not going to get as much as he would get in Ocala, but at the same time, he does, you know, want to get something that he feels is worth the value and everything. So basically when it comes down to it, I think that there are certain things that today the seller needs to do that they didn't necessarily 
have to do when your house was selling because there was such a frenzy and everything for it. And so how your house looks makes all the difference in the world. So the first thing is obviously the curb appeal when you're coming up to the house and how does it look? You know, do, do you have the grass cut? Are the bushes trimmed? Is everything, you know, looking as good as it can? Do you need to power wash? You know, all of those little things that, that happen and what's going on with the neighbors. I mean, I know this time of year as I was driving into my neighborhood this week, you know, the day before everybody was cutting their grass, every, you know, the with the rains and everything like that, if there's a few weeds in your yard, um, they're growing up like, I think about five inches a day, it seems like. And so, you know, you've got some of those longer um, little blades of grass that aren't really blades of grass. They're actually weeds, but when they're cut, they look like it's nice grass and everything. But, um, you know, basically how the neighborhood looks when somebody comes into it is really important in how your it, it reflects on your house too. I mean, there's many times that a, a buyer is going through a neighborhood and they're looking at it and they're like going, I don't care how nice that house was, all the other houses around it, the way that they're keeping them, that's not the kind of neighborhood that I want to live in. And so when it comes to um, this time of year and the way that the grass is growing, you know, like all the time and everything, even when we're sleeping, it seems like, you know, basically you need to um, make sure that you've got your yard trimmed and then, you know, you're hopefully going to have your neighborhood too. So basically um, it comes down to a lot of times that people like those neighborhoods where the grass is cut by the community because they don't have to worry about it. And um, there's actually a house that I was looking at uh, about a week or two ago, and the um, the the community does cut the grass for the neighborhood, and the homeowner was there when we were looking at the house, and she said that she had just gotten done cutting the grass, and I said, but I thought the community cut the grass, and she said, yes, they do, but I'm very particular about my grass, and I don't want to have any weeds coming from anybody else's neighborhood into my yard, so I cut my own grass, and, you know, that way the community doesn't have to, and hers did look nicer than the rest of the community, but the rest of the community looked very nice as well, so, um, it's just something that you have to remember, curb appeal, you know, when somebody opens up the house, that all of those things are really, really important in this market when it goes to selling your house. But if you're just joining us, you're listening to News Radio WFLA Orlando. I'm your host, Laura Peterson, your home sold guaranteed realty. This is Central Florida Real Estate Radio with you every Sunday at 8 a.m. And remember, if you want to reach us, you can call or text 407-566-2555. That's 407-566-2555. So boosting your home selling price with just a few simple updates. And the number one thing that we have here on our list is washing the windows. And, you know, it really does make a big difference. I mean, in today's day and age where there's a lot of windows that are the double pane, if you can see that that um, gas has leaked out or there's some kind of problem with that, that's a big problem when it comes to, um, you know, new buyers that that definitely turns them off. And so does dirty windows. So if you've got kids or you've got pets or, you know, just 
the good old rain that has caused some problems, you know, you want to make sure that your windows are clean. And, um, you know, they don't have to be clean like every day, but they can't be like with six months of gunk on it, you know, is basically what you want to do. Um, the second thing that you want to do is you do want to do a deep clean. And um, I can't emphasize this enough because when people go into houses and they seem dirty, then they think, oh my gosh, the air conditioner is going to be dirty and everything's going to be dirty in this house. And so you want to keep the house as clean as possible and do a deep clean to get all those little things that you don't see. Because when you're living in it, um, you know, certain people, they, they are very meticulous and attention to detail. And then others, you know, they just don't even notice it. But when you are going to sell, you are going to want to do a deep sell, a deep clean. The next thing on our list is that you want to declutter. And when what this means is that basically if you would take your phone out and take a picture and then look at it, you're, you know, does it look appealing? Like that's something that could go in a magazine. And um, basically when it comes down to it, if it doesn't, then you might want to declutter a lot of those things. And one of the things that they always talk about is use the room for what its purpose is. A room should not have multiple purposes. It shouldn't be a bedroom, a gym, and a an office, it should just be one or the other. So you want to make sure that you're kind of looking at that. Uh, next, you want to minimize pet paraphernalia. A lot of people do have pets that are coming to move into your property, but just in case, um, you know, they don't, you want to minimize the pet paraphernalia that they don't see a lot of it around there. Um, um, basically, you want to make sure that everything's clean and you want to make sure that you do that smell test too, that sometimes there's animals that do leave an odor and other ones don't. So you want to make sure that, um, you know, that that's done as well. Uh, you might want to apply a fresh coat of paint, just depending on the last time that you painted it. A fresh coat of paint goes wonders. And you want to make sure that it's in, um, you know, a neutral tone that anybody could do anything with. You may upgrade your cam cabinetry, add a backsplash, um, uh, definitely address the pests. You know, you go into a lot of vacant houses and you see like a dead bug here and there. But if you're living in it and you got a dead bug, you definitely want to make sure that, that that's happening. But whatever you can do to increase the curb appeal, that you can um, do all of those things are going to definitely boost your price. And then the other thing that it's going to do, it's going to make sure that your home is chosen. And um, a lot of times the upgrades don't necessarily get you a lot more money, but it does mean that your house is the one that's chosen. So in order to get in touch with us, you can call 407-566-2555. Find us online at centralfloridarealestateradio.com and we'll see you after the break. You're listening to Central Florida Real Estate Radio with local expert and my friend Laura Peterson. And now, here's Laura. Welcome back, everybody. I'm from Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty. And to discuss the sale of your home, you can call 407-566-2555. That's call or text 407-566-2555. So one of the things that I was looking at um, that I know is happening out there is that there are a lot of new homes going on out there. And if you drive around the area in the outskirts, maybe not in the center of town, in the center of town, you're going to see big um, apartment complexes, you know, being built for sure. You see the elevator stacks go up and then it seems like a week 
later you see cars like people living there but it's a lot longer than that but it just seems like it goes very quickly it does go really nice but one of the things that's going on out there is that with all of the new home construction and everything out there is there are big labor shortages that are happening so um New construction could help create 4.3 million homes in, that the U.S. needs, but there aren't enough people to build them, and it's um, you know a lingering aftermath of what happened back in the recession. You know, because basically in 2004 and five, um, there was a lot of construction and everything going on as well, and then um, you know everything kind of hit the brakes and everything hit bottom in 2008, it, or it started you know, really going down in 2000, the end of 2005, 2006, and it's continued to go down until 2010. And the builders really didn't come back, in my opinion. Um, I'd have to look and see exactly when it was, but I think it was around 2012, 13. And so there was a long period there between 2000, six to 2012, where there wasn't a lot of new construction going on. Um, And so as a result of that, you know, that created a lot of the shortage and everything that happened. And so during that time frame, there were a lot of people that said, hey, I'm not going into construction because I could, you know, go ahead and, uh, you know, lose my job. It wasn't as stable and that kind of stuff. And so there's a lot of aging out that's going on in construction workers. And so that's creating somewhat of a uh, you know, of a problem and everything. So there's career and technical education um, loses favor that people are looking to do something else. So, um, you know, basically, you know, there is a shortage out there for builders, you know, people that are builders. So if you're looking and that's something that, that you enjoy, I mean, there is a lot of opportunity out there and I'm sure a lot of opportunity to grow and everything as well. And there are a lot of great contractors and everything out there. I know that um, when we're looking for people even to repair different things, sometimes we run into a roadblock to get it done fast enough because people are so busy out there doing it. And there's a lot of people that are working nights and weekends to get these things done. And we appreciate the effort that they put in there. But there, you know, it's definitely a trade. It's something that you have to learn. But um, there's definitely a shortage out there. And I'm sure that there's a lot of people that would take others on as apprentice if that's something that you'd want to do. Um, you know, speaking of technology, which we were talking about appliances earlier in the show and all of that, and um, they're saying in by 2026 that GM says it's going to have um, its Altium-based electric vehicles will have bi-directional charging to be charged at home, but can also send power back to the house if needed. So what they're saying is that basically that, you know, say we have a hurricane and the power goes out, that you could actually use your electric vehicle for a period of time, probably not a very long period of time, but a a short period of time that could actually, um, you know, power the house like a generator or something like that. So I found that interesting. It's not going to be here until 2026. So it's not, but that'll be here before we know it. Um, Just a couple of years down the road, three years, two years, whatever, 
because we're getting towards closer to the end of 2023. We're over the halfway point. But um, basically, you know, when it all comes down to it, um, that's something that technology is going to be doing. So bi-directional charging, so it can charge at home, but also send power back to the house if needed. So the charging stations that are around, you might go charge your car and then come back and, you know, turn on the AC or something like that if we have a big storm. So hopefully that's not going to happen. And I know with uh, all of the solar and everything like that, there's all, all kinds of different alternatives out there. I saw, um, you know, advertisements for a solar generator, which would be more um, my speed because, you know, have the, the fear of hooking it all up and all of that kind of stuff isn't my cup of tea. But having uh, the solar one that you can already have it pre-charged and then that'll last for a period of time. I thought that was pretty cool. Um, the whole house generators is something that people have, um, especially when you have natural gas coming to your area. It's kind of a, a normal thing that people do. But um, we're in the, the midst of the hurricane season and, and uh, don't have anything on the horizon yet. Um, and so that's always a good sign as well. But, you know, it's always good to be prepared and thinking ahead and all that kind of good stuff as first as well. So if you're just joining us, you're listening to News Radio WFLA Orlando. I'm your host, Laura Peterson, your home sold guaranteed realty. This is Central Florida Real Estate Radio with you every Sunday at 8 a.m. Remember, if you want to reach us at your home sold guaranteed realty, you can call or text 407-566-2555. That's 407 407-566- And now we're to the time where I'm going to talk about our house of the week. And this is actually, uh, it's a two bedroom, two bath um, townhouse slash condo. It's a, it's officially a condo, but it's of the townhouse variety. It's actually in the Hamptons in Metro West. And it is a two bedroom, two bath, and it's 255,000. Uh, it's 1,430 square feet. And so it's, uh, it definitely comes with um, a place for you to park three cars. It's a carport type of an atmosphere and that kind of stuff. And um, it's got, a, it's the two bedroom, two bath, plus a one room loft that's upstairs. Um, it's a corner unit on the second floor in a 24 security gated community with 4,000 square feet of fitness centers and two swimming pools. It's got hot tubs, indoor basketball court, fishing pier, boat ramp, etc. cetera. Um, great school locations. It's conveniently located um, close to downtown Orlando. Attractions and major roads, I-4, the 408, the Turnpike, the airport, Mala Millennia and um, International Drive is all pretty close when you're coming to look at all of those things. And so um, basically, it's um, really a, a nice unit. It comes with all of the appliances. The floor covering is carpet and tile. And it's got cathedral ceilings and ceiling fans. So this is a great unit that you could pick up uh, either to live in or it might be a great unit that you would want to have as an investment um, because there's there's a lot of people that definitely rent in this area. Um, I believe in this in this particular area, what has to happen is that the um, the HOA or the condo association approves the tenant as well 
because um, they just want to make sure that everybody's, uh, you know, good in there. So it's a it's a very nice community. If uh, it's something that you're interested in, just give us a call and we'll get you all the particulars on it. And, um, you know, the minimum leasing period on it is a year. So it's not short term rental. It's definitely long term rental. When you're looking at that, um, the master bedroom is actually a 14 by 13, which is really good size. And the second bedroom is a 14 by 12 too. Um, so basically, if it's two people that you would want to have, um, you know, two separate roommates with two separate bathrooms, you've got that all set up and everything as well. So it's just a great property if um, that's something that you're interested in for only 255000 which is under the median price for condo townhomes and villas this week. So um, we'd be happy to show it to you or get you any information that you need. So in order to get in touch with us, you can call or text 407-566-2555. You can find us online at centralfloridarealestateradio.com. And we'll see you next week. Have a great one, everybody. Bye-bye.